Fraser. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. We are content creators. We are absolutely. But I think what people don't think about a lot is that every content creator was once a content consumer and probably an above average content consumer because what would encourage you to make and create if not being so inspired by those who have made and created before you? I love being a fan. It's really exciting to me to get excited about media and not just media I'm not talking like writing I'm just movies music tv podcasts all of that good stuff because seeing exceptional people create stuff for your enjoyment I can't get enough of it Mm. but what I will find is that it's really tricky to keep things in a very sacred space where you don't get too involved with the thing that you like and you start critiquing it or having expectations, just vibe. It's like the same thing whenever you watch a TV show and like season one, two, three, like, wow, this is incredible. And by season four, you feel like you're an expert, you start critiquing the casting. Yeah, yeah. Don't Come do on. that. Come keep on. it light. But I was uh, reflecting recently, I How Long Gone is one of my favourite podcasts and they came to Australia to do a live podcast show. And I was reflecting on how I went from fan to acquaintance to to dinner with them because I was like, this doesn't happen. I'm sitting in my room giggling along like I'm in the room with them every single podcast episode. They do four a week. It's insane. And then I'm thinking, wow, I'm in the room giggling with them at a live show. How crazy. And now I'm at dinner giggling with them. How crazy. I don't want to say this is about manifestation because it's not. I will say that it's very interesting talking about how to bridge the gap between people you consume because realistically you have a lot in common. If you can listen to someone talk weekly, daily about something, that feels like a good foundation for a friendship. But that's not always the case and I'm not sure why. I mean, one might say that the reason why most people can't make the pipeline from fan to acquaintance is that you don't realise when you're a content consumer, that relationship is on your terms. You decide when to tune in, decide when to tune out, decide when you want to give extra love, decide when you want to take it back. It's not really reciprocal. You're kind of a martyr because you love the dynamic you're creating on your own. And that's the thing about friendship. It's real. Interestingly enough, of all the people that I have fangirled over in my lifetime, I've never really had the inclination or the want to be anything more than a fan because I kind of like the fantasy of it all. I like knowing that, I like understanding that this will not feel as good in person. I like understanding that the fandom that I create at home in my own room on Spotify is always going to be better than the reality of like trying to build a real friendship because real life is hard and real life is real. But when given the opportunity to Mm. transcend from fan to acquaintance, you take it. How did it feel and how did that come about? Me and these podcast guys always had mutuals and mutuals of a a similar uh, creed in the sense that we're all podcasters, we're all creatives, we're all in this public figure space. So which is not even a regular circumstance anyway. We were kind of peers by proximity, Mm -hmm. even if one of us was a fan beforehand. And like I said, you guys think that I just uh, give advice that I don't follow. Remember that listener who DM'd us and said that the advice that I gave on the show about DMing people when you visit their country, like cold DMing actually worked. I always cold DM and it always works for me because when I cold DM'd these guys, what did I get? An immediate response a year ago. You cold DM'd? Absolutely. And how long did it take them to respond? Immediately. And like, what did you say to them? She said, I'm a fan of the show. Like, you're hilarious. I love this show. Oh, that's nice. And then I did the cursory scroll follow. It's giving blue tick. Blue tick supremacy. 
But thanks to me, I'm a blue tick in my heart and soul. And the blue tick only came through when the rest of the world saw it. So, <laughs> you know, I asked for a blue tick like 10 times and then I finally got one. Damn, you asked. Yeah. And I was like, what do I have to do? And they were like, you have to have articles written about you, sis. And so you wrote some about yourself or you just yep. started adding your name to the bylines? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I didn't get it. But anyway, it took ages, but glad to be there. A lot of my friends have been parasocial relationships starting off, mm. particularly when I moved from Melbourne to Sydney. People who I didn't grow up with in Melbourne would start following me, but they'd have mutual friends. Like I feel like Melbourne's quite small. Oh. One of them was like my friend Em, and I was a fan of her work as well. I also knew her because I used to stalk her because her friend – used to date my ex-boyfriend so okay <laughs> so there were some mutual parasocial situations occurring um but she thought I was funny so she slid into my dms when she was when we were out in the town then we ended up like fully facetiming it was like a relationship very Aww. very hot to start off with and end up going to America together like have such a beautiful relationship and I think you make a really good point Flexi about like if you can listen to someone's podcast, if you can look at all their stories and be entertained and find them funny, I think, especially when it's to do with you find them funny, yeah. then I think you you would get along. You might not necessarily pass the test, but they're someone that you would want to have around. Mm. My other friend, Eliza, is Paris was, yeah, we followed each other first. And I secretly stalked her South America trip and I went on the same one. <laughs> Shameless. Oopsie. Oopsie. Shameless. You're going to wear her skin next. For real. No, that's really sweet. And so I will say I stand by my advice of cold DMing. But here's the thing. And I think it, it applies in any circumstance, professional, platonic, romantic, whatever. When you cold DM someone, it's because you are confident that what you have to offer is going to be received as intended. You never insecurely cold DM. When someone says to go DM the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you don't do it unless you've done 16 years of interning and your dad is also on, like, the US Congress or something. You know what I mean? Like, you you assess, can I offer what I'm asking for and vice versa? And this is why I don't often like to give advice without context Number one, if you're going to go cold DM someone, please have your account on public. What do you think this is? For real. Don't make the me The amount of people who have tried to cold DM. We, you're new in Melbourne. We should hang out. You have got no identifiable information on your page. And you know everything about me. No, we're not going to just hang out. Please have a public Instagram, a public TikTok, something with a cross-reference. Even a little like, oh, I've been here. I know this person. I love this vodka pasta. Something. Not a, you live in the city. We should be friends. Don't <laughs> do it. It's very scary. And also... Another tip is, how would this land if it were you? Because that's something people don't recognise. Like, you know, you get, I get DMs sometimes where I'm like, I am giving you the benefit of the doubt. You're not being offensive or annoying, but like censor yourself so I don't have to pre-censor for you as well. So I might get a DM from someone who'll be like, oh, Freemies on in Melbourne this weekend, let's hang. Sorry, who? <laughs> what do you know about Freemies schedule? Literally. Like, be, is this funny? Has like, someone is actually this, said this? Absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> is it someone I'm friends with? You know, I do, I do keep my little ass out. I'm in Melbourne. Keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms Daily Podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.